Hello and welcome to DAM, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. If you can't hear my voice, it's dropped an octave. I am once again sick. Um, I get sick, you know, about once a year. Um, I think this is just another little head cold. Um, you can probably hear it that uh, my, my face is full of snot, my brain is full of snot. So um, I'm just going to really, I almost skipped this episode uh, to do and uh, since I'm running one episode ahead, but uh, I owe it to uh, the adoring public that I uh, keep doing this. I'm so sick that yesterday I was drinking tea and went to bed uh, at like 9 o'clock at night because apparently when I'm sick I am an 80 year old person. Um, so there's going to be some stuff I skip, uh, because, uh, on the list you don't see, uh, I'm just waiting to, you know, once again, holding pattern stuff, and, um, I'm sick, and I just want to kind of slam through some of this. Let's get a little deep, <laughs> in a very broad sense. Uh, I was thinking a lot about my dad last week, or this week, and how I really don't know him. And I don't want to ask people about him, I want to hear it from him. If you don't, or are not a regular listener to the show, he doesn't talk to me. Um, it's not that he's mad, I think he's just selfish and just doesn't think to, you know, call me back. He hears my voice on a voicemail and it's like, you know, hey, let's get together, let's talk. And he doesn't hear any trepidation or worry and he goes, well, he sounds fine and I'm not going to call him back. And then it goes months. The man does not call me on my birthday and I refuse to call him on my birthday to remind him. Um, but I do call him on Easter and Christmas and Thanksgiving and uh, his birthday, uh, which is coming up. I say that wouldn't be a second account, a uh, second person account, but, you know, I kind of want to know him. And it's one of those, you know, I, I am afraid of calling him and, and asking him and saying, like, look, I want to know these things about you. And he doesn't return the call. And then it just really just revs up the rejection issues uh, that I have from him um, that have been going strong, you know, since I was, you know, like 10. Um, so for a good, you know, over 20 years. You know, like I said, I, I would love to go more in depth with this and I may uh, go more in depth with this uh, next week when I record. But uh, sniffles, like I just, uh, like I said, the brain is full of snot and uh, just not thinking well. So, um, and speaking of, uh, people being assholes like my dad, apparently I'm an asshole for doing a nice thing. Who knew I could do that? Um, I had got done recording with Deb a couple weeks ago and I was at a cafe editing and, uh, the cafe is uh, down the street from a bar that I know my friend, uh, and her fiance drink at. And I stopped in just to be like, Hey, have you seen them? How are they doing? And they go, do we know them? Uh, they owe us money. And I said, well, what, what's the tab? And uh, it was not significant at all. I, I uh, So I was like, I'll take care of it. Nice thing to do. Uh, but of course, I did it like an asshole. So what I did was I took a picture of the tab, uh, put it online, uh, and tagged them both like, don't worry, I got it. And they were like, what the fuck? So of course, I did a nice thing like an asshole. I thought it was hilarious. So... Uh, you know, I, I had uh, the fiancé, uh, not mine, hers, uh, text me. I don't have one. Text me and say, you know, I've never called a guy an asshole for paying my tab. Thanks, asshole. I immediately called him and was like, what's, come on, come on. And he was like, well, what's, you know, why'd you do that? And I was like, just be nice. Maybe I just want to be nice sometimes. I know it's out of the norm. I mean, people have known me for a majority of my life. I'm not 
known for my generosity of you know of, of spirit and niceness. I'm 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 loyal to a fault, but uh, to be generous and do stuff like that is not. I'll always back anyone's play, any of my friends, but uh, you know to just randomly have a, a literally a random act of kindness is not uh, in the norm for me, and I'm trying to uh, you know do that more often to make it the norm to be a better person. And speaking of trying to be a better person, I have had some of my control issues make a huge comeback, unfortunately, like I, I talked about last week. Um, I, I really am trying to keep the presence of mind that, you know, when I feel frustrated or I feel that I'm being controlling through, you know, very light verbal abuse. Abuse is such a strong word in, in context of you know, just getting frustrated and go, no, why are you doing it like this? We should be doing it like that. But it's still overbearing and controlling. And part of it comes from uh, this day job. Uh, it says day job shit storm on the list that I will kind of tangentially get to uh, in a second. But, uh, you know, it, it really it took me a whole weekend to kind of decompress from these control issues and go, you know what, I can only control myself. I need to back off, and once again, I felt really good to just release all of that stress and frustration and go, you know what, it, can I do anything about it? No, then I'm not going to worry about it. Can I do something about it? Yes, I do that, and then the reaction is, you know, whatever. The reaction is, it starts to cycle all over again. What can I do about it? Nothing or something. So, you know, I can only control myself, and I need to maintain that as a mantra. So, I mean, I remember my first mantra ever was, I am as cool as Bruce Lee, I am as cool as Bruce Lee. And now it's just, you can only control yourself, you can only control yourself, you can only control yourself. And it's done wonders. I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to go back to that. I don't want a downhill slide uh, back into self-medication to deal with it. I'm moving the other way, moving the positive direction. And that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, once again, I'd, I'd go into much more detail, but it's, I'm, yeah, I'm actually pretty stress-free in terms of the network. We're still running ahead. Um, I'm running weeks ahead on um, variant covers. I may work on one later today if I have the time. Uh, if not, I need to work on, I'm trying to get the uh, kind of proof of concept, uh, the intro for fear agents done. I just have not had the time it was busy last week for me at, in, in you know IRL and it's going to be another busy weekend. I'm going to try to get at least proof of concept done for Deb and then hopefully starting at time of time of this recording next week I will start working on kind of figuring out everyone that's involved in in Fear Agents uh, getting it done. Uh, I did find a podcast called We're Alive that is like a radio serial drama. I didn't listen to it because I didn't want to be influenced by it. Um, but I think once I start, once I start Fear Agents, I'm going to be very interested to go and listen to Word Alive and kind of compare. I think they're going to be a bit higher quality. Um, I think they've got a backing, uh, that we don't have, but, um, I kind of want to see like their structure versus mine. Once I have a structure in place that I like, so that ought to be a fun, interesting comparison. And I'll probably talk about that on both this show and on no applause if I end up getting into We're Alive uh, as a media uh, input. Day job shitstorm. So we, at the day job, have been dealing with cutting costs, and the boss has been coming to me to brainstorm ideas or uh, enact uh, things to cut costs. A lot of them are uh, 
uh, spending money on materials we don't use, and labor is a big one. And since I do the schedule and I have the experience uh, dealing with labor costs and uh, the numbers, and you know, we came up with the idea of kind of shortening our hours, not significantly, but enough that you know, at the end of a month, it kind of adds up. Um, and the numbers I'd come up with uh, trying to figure out labor were a little higher. And I told the boss that I said, you know, this is actually I'm overshooting labor a bit, but I'm probably undercutting, uh, underestimating like uh, utilities. So it probably bounces back somewhere, um, as well as that, uh, you know, two days a week labor shoots up when we have our, our uh, baker who is is paid us uh, uh, a higher wage than the two priests working. So um, that you know is huge. I mean, we had a really good day yesterday uh, at time of recording and. Uh, we had a really good day, uh, but it pretty much covered labor, and that was it. It didn't cost the materials for the baker. It didn't cost the materials that the other barista and I were using. Um, it didn't take in, you know, uh, utilities. You know, I'm, I'm still uh, kind of entrenched in that, and it's because, you know, people come to me uh, regardless of that I'm not, in fact, in a... Um, position of authority, but I, I have the experience that they come to me and they go, you know, what's going on, or what's this, what's that. I'm trying to enact change in a positive way, and um, I guess we'll see. Um, if you're hearing that in the background, that could be someone flatlining. I don't know what that is. Uh, or the world's dumbest car horn. And then, really, the last thing on the list just says, sick, sickness again. Uh, I'm sick again. Uh, I actually don't remember if, I only get sick once a year. Uh, usually it knocks me on my ass. I, I want to say that I got sick. No, I got sick in January because I, I, I got sick after I tried to exercise for the New Year's resolution. But, you know, that was a couple days I had cold and that was it. And then I'm hoping this one is kind of the same. Uh, that I don't get kind of a flu virus that knocks me on my ass for three days. That's not, it, it doesn't feel like that to me. It just feels like uh, some congestion the Claritin is struggling to come up with. So, and you can probably once again hear my voice, it's dropped an octave, I'm a little mumbly, I'm not reacting to the world well, um, you know, I've got coworkers that are coming to me for things right now, and I'm like, you know what, I'm edgy, I'm cranky, I, I don't want to blow up at you because I'm frustrated from being sick and just not feeling good. You know, don't take it personally, I'll probably apologize in the next 48 hours once I feel better. Speaking of feeling better, I'm going to go now and drink tea and try to relax. <laughs> This was a very short episode. Once again, I apologize, but I don't feel well uh, physically. If I didn't feel well emotionally, this would be a really long episode. Um, so once again, there are going to be things that carry over from this week to next week um, that I'll probably try to get more in-depth on once I feel better and kind of have a better train of thought that's not being constantly derailed by, uh, like, you know, the cow in the tracks made of mucus. Um, so from Doug's Mental Acute... Uh, neuroses. I'm Doug, and from Doug's mental, acute mental neuroses, these have been my neuroses in a very broad sense. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!